Hello, hello, and welcome to a new episode of The Fashion Archives. Today's top story, The Invisible Man, the most mysterious man in fashion, Martin Margiela. He hasn't been seen in the past 25 years. He hasn't given any interviews. He's, he has just disappeared from the fashion world, but actually from the world in general. So... Let's dig into his story and understand his reasons. Martin Margiela was born in Belgium and he actually grows up there, he studies there and he starts his career right before the Antwerp 6 group. This is why he often is associated with them, although he's not part of the group officially. And he starts as freelance designer until he is hired by Jean-Paul Gaultier in Paris as his full-time assistant. Actually, Jean-Paul Gaultier didn't want to hire him because he thought his potential was just too big to be an assistant. But he ends up hiring him and this actually will be a very good push for Marty Margiela to start his career as designer and to start his own label. Which doesn't happen many years later. He only works for Jean-Paul Gaultier for three years and at the end of the 80s he has his first runaway. Because he was Jean-Paul Gaultier's assistant, fashion critics already knew about him and this is why they did show up to the show and this is where they saw how radical he is, his silhouettes and his combination of materials, the materials he uses, how he uses them and his very unique approach in promoting his collection. In fact, Martin Marzella, instead of having the classic locations uh, where fashion weeks were showcased and, and then just like going there and having his own fashion show as well, he decides to have a guerrilla show, which is a show that is unexpected and unplanned in an unplanned location. He showcases his first collection in a Parisian cafe. Already in his first show, he showcases the tabis, a high-end split of shoe that comes from Japanese culture and really, really inspires Marcella to create this iconic shoe that was obviously an instant hit after his first show. His second show is in a playground in Paris, in a kid's playground. And it's kind of like an open show where he also allows the kids that were normally playing in that playground to join, which made the show incredibly fun. Some people thought that was genius. Some hated it. It was just too different from what was happening at that time in fashion. But one thing is certain, everyone knew his name after this show. Because he was creating so much noise in the fashion industry, he is more and more at the center of attention of all the fashion critics. This is why he's starting the disappearing act. He actually disappears from the public eye. He's a very private person and he was gaining just too much fame. He didn't like that. He also wanted to let his art speak for himself. Often in fashion we see associating the brands with the designers and that just simply distracts from the clothes. This is why he stopped coming out after his shows, he stopped 
being photographed, he stopped giving interviews. He basically disappeared. When he disappeared, he also changed his tag, his label tag. So he started to use a tag without the name of the brand on it. Actually, it's, fu it's funny because his effort into becoming so anonymous is what made him even more known. And that tag without logo, without brand, became even more recognizable. Nowadays, we would consider this a genius marketing strategy. Fun fact is that the current tag label is made of three rows of numbers from 0 to 23 and numbers are circled depending on what type the product is. So for example, if the number 10 is circled, that means that the collection is for men. There's actually a guide about this. The anonymity of Marty Marzella makes him more authentic and more characteristic of the brand identity. And this helps to create the mystery of the brand. And the mystery of the brand is actually what ends up pushing sales even more. Another unexpected move is when he goes to Hermes as creative director for women's wear in the late 90s. No one was expecting this. First of all, Hermes was very conservative and massive. It's like a massive, massive fashion house, right? And Margiela being so independent and so really seeking his independency, it's actually, it, fit, it feels like it's a little bit of a clash, but actually he did bring many Margiela elements into Hermes. He did not change completely the DNA of the brand itself, but um, he has done overall a good job although not as revolutionary as we would expect from him. Fast forwarding to the early 2000s, the Maison Margiela brand is bought by Renzo Rosso and his fashion conglomerate where he has brands like Marni, like Diesel. Marti Margiela in 2008 retires saying his words, not mine. The overgrowing demands of the fashion trade as well as the overdose of information by social media destroys the thrill of the weight and candles every effect of surprise that is fundamental for me. After he leaves, we have a few years where the Maison doesn't hire a new creative director which is again very revolutionary in fashion and stands for what Marti Margiela actually wanted. So it's very, very interesting to see this phenomenon that actually the Maison was doing pretty much very fine without the creative director until in 2014, John Galliano comes to Marzella from Givenchy and Dior. John Galliano is a very, very interesting choice. He has barely survived a couple of years back uh, anti-semitic scandal we haven't heard from him in a while but apparently he's so talented that he can go to Margiela and I'm actually very very happy to see that he hasn't changed the silhouettes he hasn't changed the core the DNA of the Margiela house uh, it almost feels like he took some old designs or he's taking so much inspiration from old designs it's almost a copy and paste from Marti Margiela in today's present uh, Margiela by Galliano I'm very curious to see the future but so far so good I'm super happy to see that the DNA and the aesthetic of Marti Margiela is still alive very much alive 
that's all from me my name is amelie and thank you so much for following my audio fashion journey the fashion archives where every week you can hear me think out loud about the fashion news designers and trends i obsess over